We are back, and not that we took any type of vacation, just been a little spotty with the opportunities to get into the uh, the old studio for the podcast here. A little weekend with, with just the wife. You know, the kid went and uh, spent some time with the grandparents on Saturday and Sunday. Always great to recharge the batteries there and kind of create that longing for your child after, you know, you've only said no to them a thousand times in one day. Regardless of that, it's two, three brews here, Brian, another episode of two, three talks. And look, there's a couple things I want to call today. One, I do think this is a fun one. I will be quite honest. It's all over the place. I don't want to call it unorganized chaos, but it might be that a little bit. We fight some gnats off. We, uh, we have some, uh, encounters of moths in the episode. It's a little bit all over the place, but it's a good one. And, and, and the two most important things I can tell, yes, yes, I do say Centinella. I do say Centinella, and I mean the Centennial Hop. Cent- Centinella High School, I get it confused. I apologize. But it's the, the Centennial Hop I am talking about. And I apologize. I do drop a little B-I-T-C-H word there early on. So if you got young ones, maybe you don't listen with them. You know, you know, earmuffs. I don't know, whatever your parenting style is. But I feel like I got to let you know. So I apologize for that. Nonetheless, sit tight and buckle in. Cheers. Who are we kidding? It was only a matter of time until we got to one of the modern times classics. And this is truthfully almost a beer that was in the entrance or maybe the gateway or the door, or maybe, you know, better yet, it, it just cracked the door open. No, it knocked the bitch down. This, this beer is a beer that was one of the first true craft beer brews that I got into. And I remember drinking it, I remember pouring it, I remember, I remember everything about it. I remember, even remember the awful picture that I took thinking it was so well done. And Literally, I can't get enough of this beer. Today is another Modern Times beer. And look, I'm, I'm a little surprised. I'm a little taken back that this is our first, like, Modern Times, like, shelfie. Like, a true shelfie that we're getting into today. So, Modern Times beer in San Diego, California, even though they're kind of everywhere now. Booming Rollers. An American IPA, 6.8 eight percent abv 50 ibus here on this can let me just make sure it's 6.8 percent because i think it's different on the untapped here because they've made so many yes 6.8 you might look at untapped it'll tell you 75 ibus this sucker cracks in at 50 on the can and uh the ratings we get from the untapped crowd is 3.95 with over 29 that well i don't know if it's over 29,000 ratings Pretty big number, large amount of people given their two cents on the booming rollers, which look, let's be quite frank. What a name. I feel like that should be the name for your like Wednesday night bowling league. If you're ever in a bowling league, which look, I don't think there's anything wrong with it, but maybe reevaluate your Wednesday nights. But booming rollers would be a quality, quality team name 
team name nonetheless. Let's 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 ride right into what hops we got here, and I'm gonna butcher butcher one of them. So forgive me. We get the Citra hop, Matueka hops. I, that's the one I'm probably butchering, and Centinella. And just so you're aware, I about lost my life. A moth is is in the studio, and it's coming right from my beer. Scared the hell out of me. Goodness gracious. Uh, so look. Booming Roller is a single IPA, nothing too crazy about it, doesn't really go over the top. It is uh, clear beer-esque in a way. I, I would say it's it's not unfiltered, but it does. it's not as clear as I would have imagined. And I think the things that jump out to me just, just visually that I love about this beer, obviously the can. I, I love the Modern Times beer design for their, their signature series or, or, or their usuals or their shelf turds, whatever you guys want to call them. Just the simple white can with the blue and black ribbing here and the booming rollers. And, and it's and it's going to give you all the details you want in the back. It's going to tell you the ABV. It's going to talk with you about the IBUs. Final gravity, I have no idea what that means. But it gives you the hops. It gives you the malts. And it's always got a fun little write-up. And look, it's what I love about modern times. The beer, the beer is beautiful. It, it, it's got this really nice little lacing that kind of sits on top of it initially there's there's this big respectable foamy head that that billows up as you as you pour it and, and as the beer rests and kind of hangs out and you guys become friends it, it becomes more of this this froth on the top not letting you forget that there's something to be said about it and if you wash your glass well you get some nice lacing but it's it's gosh it's 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 a really light copperish almost and it's not like those see-through beers that we've talked about here before where you could your buddy could be on the other side and you could look them dead in the eye through it i don't think that's going to happen with this beer i'm getting down there looking at it and it's just not happening but it's it's a beautiful looking beer and as you look as you get into it it just grows on you more and more it's insanely crushable maybe not insanely crushable but it's a very, very good beer that you can put down easy. It's got enough bitterness to it that lets you know that, hey, there's a little beer going on here. There's a little something going on here. And 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 this one, look, I think the thing that really, really was exciting to me this year is, uh, like I said, this is the beer that got me into craft beer or kind of really swung that door wide open. I'd had a few that I really liked. If you guys listen to the first podcast, I talked about how Mischief was my first love from the brewery. Um, but this beer was, I couldn't get enough of it. It's not like I drank tons and tons of it, but I, I got a four-pack, I remember, and, I, and then I had to get another four-pack after that because it was so damn good. Last year, look, it didn't wow me. I'll be honest. Last year, it was just, I honestly struggled to finish the four I mean, usually if I buy a Modern Times four-pack of these shelf beers, I mean, look, if they've lasted two weeks, you know, the, the, those, are some, those are some good fighters right there because usually I'll slay the four-pack in 10 days, a week, somewhere in that time frame. And, and I struggled to put it down. This year, not the case. Not the case at all. I am just as in love with this beer this year as I was two years ago. And it's really well done look it's not i think the last one that i talked about with modern times was kind of 
I don't think watered down is the right word, but it, it's almost like it's missing a little something. It was kind of a little lacking in, in the flavor or the mouthfeel. And this is not the case, not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. You, 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 you put it into the flavor processor, it mingles. It's got a slight, slight titch of carbonation. It's soft and kind to your mouth. And as you consume the liquid, there's this really nice citrus bitterness. And I mean, all those hops really play into that citrus bitterness. And, and I wouldn't even call it like an orange. I wouldn't even, maybe maybe tangerine. I'm not really sure. But it's it's more of a bitterness from that citrus that you get. Kind of like the the orange rind or a, or an orange peel, that kind of thing. If you were to, I mean, not bite into it, but that's, that's, that's kind of what I like to try and, and paint a picture of because it's that, it's that taste that I get. And look, it's not, it's not wowing you, but man, it, for, for look, I think I got a four pack. I think they're a little, little pricier than they used to be. They used to be like 10.99, I feel like, but I want, we'll say 11.99 even just to be fair. But a four-pack of very consumable, very delicious liquid for $11.99? I mean, hard to pass that up. Hard to pass that up when you can spend a 20, a Jackson, and look, you could hate that four-pack because you never had it before. More importantly, easy to get. Easy to get. You'll find this everywhere. Look, if you're not if you're not shopping local at your local bottle shops, supporting them, let's be honest, you can get this anywhere. You can get this at Trader Joe's. You can get this at, you know, it pains me to say it, but your, you know, your BevMo, you can get it there. You can get it at little, little, little high times or total wine, I think is the word that I'm looking, looking for. High times is more of like a movie and maybe something that the, uh, you know, some of the, some of the old kids back in the high school days would be doing a little high times and you know on the break you know what i'm saying there not around here though if you guys uh miss one of those fun facts it's like you know fun fact 30 or 40 in there but look this beer is very well done it's a beer that if you like west coast if you like bitter um look if you're a haze hazer into the haze only and and when you do have west coast it's really hit or miss you're probably not going to be in love with this beer it's probably something that you know, you would consume, and, and I'll be honest, it's 50-50 flop because it is kind of that bitter, um, not angry in any fashion, but there's just, it's it's almost an acquired taste in a way, and that's not the best way to describe it, but that's what we get there. One thing that I do want to point out that I'm noticing now that I've, I've stuck my nostrils in there as I'm halfway, pretty much almost done with this 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 review at this point. There's this, as I smell it and I, and I, and I sniff it and get, get, the, get the nostrils all the way in there and submerged and it's warmed up, there's this, uh, it, it, there's still the citrus bitterness there, but it, it's almost like this tropical floral little teaser that kind of comes in at the end. Probably more floral. Probably more floral, but there is a little tropical um, little sprinkle in there, you know, a little, little, uh, little salt bay in there that kind of does. But it's 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 overall resoundingly, you know, which is kind of where we're getting. This is a really well done beer, and we're gonna circle back. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna remember what got us here, and let's score this this bad boy. So, to remind y'all, we have Booming Rollers, which is an IPA, an American IPA. So, we'll say West Coast Clear Beer, whatever you want to call it. Six point eight percent 
ABV, 50 IBUs on the can here for the current batch that I am consuming. Hops again, Citra, Motueka, and look, if you guys know how to pronounce that and I'm pronouncing it wrong, shoot me a message. And Centinella Hops. Uh, why don't we throw the malts in while we're at it? We got two row, two row caramel and white wheat. 29,000 ratings, 3.95 on the untapped here. I can't get all the way there. And, and, and look, there's times where this beer, I can see, I'm going to give it, no, I'm only going to give it one score. I can't give it two scores. So I'm going to score it one. Again, we're going to talk about all the beer that we get out here, all the beer that we can consume, price, availability. It's all gone because you can't put that into the equation because we're just talking about the beer. And I'm going to say 3.8. It's a very, very well, well done, respectable, great beer that you can't go wrong with if you like IPAs. Shoot, even if you like hazies, you got to try it. And look, if you've never had an IPA or you've never been into IPAs, get a solo. It's worth a shot. Maybe, maybe we'll crack the code for you. But 3.8 is a solid score. And I'll say this. If we were to throw in price, if we were to throw in other things, the availability, um, all that that goes into it. You don't have to wait in a line. You literally can get it at a grocery store. Those types of things. Look, it's definitely above it's in those in the higher range it's definitely something you need to do it's definitely something you need to get into but we can't do that that's not what we're here for we're here to talk about beer regardless of all the other things we're just talking about the liquid in our glass because then then we're on the slippery slope and that's not where we want to go so 3.8 for the booming rollers with modern time for modern times beer in san diego again if you come across this beautiful white beautiful white can. Sorry, I'm defending. We got a little got a little gnat in the uh, in the old the old podcast studio here. I'm defending my beer cuz it's only half gone. But anyways, look, if you come across this beautiful white can with the blue writing and the blue ribbon, you got to get it. You got to try it. If you can buy one, if you can buy four and you don't like it, look, it's not going to break the bank. The wife's not going to be upset because you spent $40 on eight beers. She ain't even going to be upset because you spent 12 bucks on four. So, Booming Rollers from Modern Times Beer in San Diego, 3.95 on the untapped, 3.8 for the 2-3. Cheers.